Yo. Hey, we're back doing NFL reaction shows. Oh my God, what's up everybody? Happy late Monday night. You know what it is, guys. We see all the everyday show. Headstone Manny. What are we doing? We're muted? Ah, oh, we're muted. Oh. Sorry, guys. We were muted for you. It's the... I don't know. That's never happened to us. It's the All Day Everyday Show with All Day AJ and Manny Ruffin, powered by Dimers as always. If you want to support the show, head over to www.dimers.com backslash A-D-E-D to directly support the show. Our old reliable that we're going to keep running with is BetMGM, which is bet $20 and you will win $100 in free bets. So uh, head over to the link, scroll over, you'll see it right there. Click on that. It'll take you to BetMGM. Sign up. Bet your twenty dollars, and you can win a uh, hundred and free bets. All right, so we are finally back here. We missed last week's NFL reaction show. We do apologize uh, about that. We were on a red eye back from Los Angeles, California, so we are home. We are going to start with this divisional Monday night matchup on Monday Night Football, and that was the Rams in Arizona taking on the Cardinals. The Rams do get the best of the Cardinals here, winning thirty to twenty-three. Despite all of the injuries, despite the COVID, the defense stepped up. They harassed Kyler Murray. Uh, they put him in, in very awkward situations, regardless of the fact that he almost threw for 400 yards. Um, but this is a great win for the Rams, a statement win for the Rams after they've honestly been, you know, Dropped been overlooked, right? They've been overlooked for a little while. Well, yeah, I mean, that's a, this is a big win for them. They dropped a couple straight. I mean, it's obvious back against the wall situation. I was actually surprised, like, kind of going into this game in Sunday, I'm like, all right, the Rams should probably be able to get one here. And then I see the COVID news, Jalen Ramsey, and obviously Higby. And I was surprised the line didn't move. It, it moved like a half a point in the Cardinals' direction. So I'm like, all right, the Rams might do something here. I mean, it, it they just laid, came out and laid a dud. Kyler Murray just didn't have his best game. You say he almost threw for 400 yards, but that's because we strictly just got dominated in the trenches. Aaron Donald was having a big game. Leonard Floyd was having a big game. Von Miller was having a big game. Every, like, they all stepped up. Even the second, in my opinion, the secondary, even, like the yards won't do the ju justice that, like Kyle Murray's yards isn't showing what really happened in this game. Like the, no. the young players in the secondary stepped up. They had a good plan. Dominated in the trenches and came out with a I'm huge I'm also dub. happy for A.J. Green in this game too. A.J. Green, I mean, A.J. Green did ball out. Odell, third straight touch, game with a touchdown. Yeah. Van Jefferson again with another touchdown. So Also, Cooper Cup with a major game. And yeah, the, just, big, the statement that they that they were talking about at halftime was that Cooper Cup has the triple crown right now, which is he's leading in passing yards, uh, receptions, and touchdowns. He's also the first receiver in NFL history to have 100 receptions and 10 touchdowns in the first 12 games of the season. So Cooper Cup and the Rams, are they back? We'll see, but this is a great divisional matchup uh, and a great divisional win to move them to 9-4. and four. We'll head to our Sunday night game. Again, another divisional matchup in Lambeau. Aaron Rodgers, I guess he still owns the Bears, as he said in their first matchup this season. The Bears head to Lambeau and lose 45-30. to 30. What a game. That was not the highlight of the game. Oh, fact. That was not facts. the highlight of the game. We're going to clip this out for our guy, Kenny McAndrews, at Kilkenny on Twitter. $200 to win 48 grand. That's the second time, the second time that he has done that when we have known them, when we have known him. And the first time he did it was his Trey Young Atlanta Hawks play back in, you know, January or early February, something crazy. Um, <laughs> And he won 48 grand there, and he throws $200 on Jakeem Grant and the Chicago Bears defense to score. And obviously, Jakeem Grant scored on that deep ball, that 48-yard uh, passing play for Justin Fields early on in the game. And then he had the 97-yard punt return, which is the first punt return 
uh, in this NFL season this season. So he got that because it's a special teams bet. So 200 to win 48 grand. That is the story. I don't really give a shit about this game. I had the under in this game because it's the divisional matchup and the Packers beat the under by themselves. So uh, very slow game at the beginning. And it just goes to show like Packers were down, down early and their line to win was still like minus 175. So it's just Aaron Rodgers. We own you four touchdowns. I think, I think Kenny grossed like 70 K off of both Jakeem Grant bets, bro. I think he, yeah, because he, he had, he um, without the, because he had him to score as well. Cause he was plus 1800 to score yeah, as well, bro. Just, that's insane. That's, that's like a, that's another all guys show some love in the comments show, for fucking Kenny McAndrews right now, it. guys show some love for Kenny Honestly, right though, now, man. Big kudos, big props to the bears. They came out. Kane Lambo played a really good game in my opinion. Like after they bounced back from all the, I own you and all that bullshit field up and down day with that. I mean, showed some good, showed some bad, really made some plays in this field as well. Aaron Rodgers is being Rodgers. I actually want to know, like, in the MVP debate, like, with Kyler Murray's performance tonight, is it just, it's just Tom Brady and Aaron Rodgers, and if so, who is it? Right. My opinion, you probably have to go with Brady right now, but, like, I mean, Rodgers is still right there again two years in a row, which is crazy to me. They'll keep, they'll probably keep rolling. I don't see much. I mean. They were doing the, they were doing, Rasul, they, they No, I just can't believe Rasul Douglas. Again, bro, again. Because he did it against the Rams. One of the, last probably week, has or two to be the ago. best midseason pickup this year. He was in the game green not too long ago. Right. Was not doing this. I good. I mean, it's funny for hearing Sewell. his name called. Good bro. for good for South Jersey. Good for Sewell. I mean, I, I I wish he would do it in my jersey, man. Well, it was funny. The other thing too to take note of is they um the the Bears defense was doing Aaron Rodgers discount double check. Yeah, you don't do that. And then literally, you don't do I don't, I don't Devontae know. Adams tweeted after. I think it was this morning or late last night, and he was like, you know. What did they think was going to happen when they did that? No, and I'm then just they come I'm back good, four touchdowns for Aaron Rodgers. Everybody, Easy win. everybody knows like don't do that. Like so, are, are right. we, you guys are the only 53 guys in America that didn't know like not to just. Uh, I don't know. You deserve it. You deserve to that after that. That's right. All right, let's head to our Sunday slate. We'll start with my Giants in Los Angeles at SoFi Stadium taking on the Chargers. They lose 37 to 21. That's not the story. The story is Justin Herbert. Justin Herbert is very good at football. Uh, that's the his his deep ball to. I think that was. And the and the half yeah, or to Guyton. yeah, bro. It was like Absolute it was bomb. almost sixty yep. yards of airtime. Yep. Um, longest longest ball that was been thrown uh, this year, and uh, I think for the Giants and personally as a fan looking and looking at them right now, why don't we give you know Jake Fromm a shot, right? Why don't we just let him go? <laughs> we have Mike Lennon, bro. I don't want to see Mike Lennon back to back games. He's not the guy against the Chargers. First of all, you know you're coming into this game thinking we're probably most likely going to lose this game. So why don't we just say, hey, from Georgia talent, let's see what you got. Let me see what you got. Nobody else could, like, guys, you're gonna, you already were going to lose this game. This is a joke. I'm happy to see Saquon get in the end zone uh, and, and get some total yards, get some confidence back with him. But, I mean, it's a lost cause already. So, and now Leonard Williams is, is battling a, a, yeah, this, this injury that's not looking good, running further tests. He's probably going to miss next week against the Cowboys. So this is just a a really really rough end of the season for the giants especially for fans and i told you when we were in la i'm like bro like this is just great like it was we we heard in last sunday that daniel jones was going to miss more time and i'm mm -hmm. like I, I remember saying to manny when we were out there i'm like yep this is awesome this is this is what i wanted to do to end these last you know 
two months of football was just watch this team just get stomped on. So uh, easy win for the Chargers. Not much to say else on it. This is just a brutal stretch of football for the Giants. I yeah, mean, man. I mean, not even like a not even like this year, like years past. Like you just keep waiting for that for you guys to turn the corner. Just show some life. Show some like even give us a little bit of football team life. You know, let's get a a, a little playoff berth for first round exit. Let us have a, a little five hundred one year over five hundred. Like this is bad. You pick this team to win the division. Yeah, I mean, I wanted. I hate to keep exposing that, but this is bad. I, I mean, I, I mean, I I can't see I can't see Mike Glennon back to back weeks. Yeah, I, that's, I, I just it, can't it, it do hurts. it. it I hurts. can't, especially against this Chargers team. And I can't put it. I can't put you guys under too much fire. I mean, like the long the long neck demons on the center. I mean, probably might have the best neck and next nose, but not the best arm. Not in the, the NFL, best arm. So. It's it's time to let it go. <laughs> let's head to our. Uh, let's let's start over with our Sunday slate at the one o'clock games. We'll start with a divisional matchup: the Ravens. In Cleveland, taking on the Browns, and the Browns hold on twenty four to twenty two. Yeah, I just another. They pull you back in, you know. You just, yeah, you, no, you, you, you you check out. You know, I was I I, I promise great. you, Alex, I was completely checked out. Miles Ga- Miles Sand- I mean Miles, oof, Miles Garrett gets a strip sack, takes it to the crib. I am invested again. We oh, can yeah. get back. We can win the North. We're good. We're moving. We're rolling. Taylor Huntley continues to do his job for the Ravens. I actually like really like to see it. A couple of plays, even early on when they were getting their ass kicked, he had a play where he like ran twenty yards one direction, came all the way back for first down, making some plays. But like, I just don't. I can't get this Browns team. Who can put a finger on them? Who has them figured out? I don't like. They need major overhauls within the organization. This is a huge win, regardless. We can still win the North. Probably. I mean, Lamar Jackson's probably gonna miss three games. They might arm. We could. This is like a high chance we can win this division. Like everyone just white. I like. I hate when this happens with teams because we have a shitty year, very up and down, no real positives to bring out. And we're like, oh well, no, we won the division. We had to play off playoff berth, and I, this is exactly what I can see happen with the Browns this year. I really hope Lamar's cool for the long run, but I mean, I just, I just hope it doesn't turn into one of these things where we, the, the, the AFC North, just completely beats themselves. We just have to be the one team that emerges and like, oh no, we were right the whole year. Like I just hope this doesn't happen at all. Right. Well, Lamar is is now. They're saying he's day to day um, with that ankle sprain. And the other like weird stat of the day, they showed it at halftime as well. Is there was thirty seven positive COVID nineteen tests today, uh, <laughs> today alone. That's the most in one day. Um, but again, you look at this Ravens team, and after you know this is back to back divisional games. You know the Steelers right. last week, and uh, and we lose both of them. So this is so detrimental to the end of the season for them. And obviously this helps the Browns immensely because of what they can do, getting these divisional tallies on the board. We'll head to the Jacksonville Jaguars, putting up a zero spot in Tennessee against the Titans. Titans win this one 20 to nothing. And Urban Meyer just continues to give us some, some headlines of, are we, are, are, is this, is, is this time? Is time up for you? Is it time to, to hand the keys to somebody else? No, apparently not. As he was, asked on on how we fix this and he goes into these elaborate answers on if i knew then we would be fine and if we knew what the source was well they would be fired immediately urban's under fire now and and i guess you could say so is trevor lawrence four interceptions and a zero spot i mean under fire been under fire players are coming at him yeah. coaches obviously are coming at him this is a classic situation where we see it in the nfl when why do these stories start getting reported? It's because <laughs> right, somebody right. from the inside is saying shit. I don't know who it is, whether it's a coordinator, it could be a trainer, it could be a, it could be a guy that, that's doing the equipment. You never know, but right. somebody wants this to be out. And this is just unfortunate. I mean, 
we got to learn, guys. Like, there's just a difference between the big guys up there and the little guys that play in the college football. Like, we just got it at some point. A couple guys can pull it off. Matt Rule, I think he can, honestly, Matt Rule has the best chance right now to pull it off. Honestly, I think he can have a successful career from what he's already done. The the foundation he's built. What's up, like Sammy? That's the problem with these college coaches that come in the NFL. They can't build any foundations. And then this is what Urban Meyer does in this foundation year. It's just tragic. Right. It's it's absolutely tragic. I'm, people are kind of, I've heard people rumblings about Trevor Lawrence. I mean, the four picks are, I mean, they're not good. I still think he's a very talented player. I still think he'll be fine. I think it's the takeaway from this is just like, okay, end of this year, Urban Meyer will not be a coach in the NFL again. It was a good run. Go back to your strong suit. Go win, go win some more college football championships. Just stay, stay out of the big boy league. That's, that's my takeaway from this. Yeah, this game was uh, boring. Tannehill had to show off his legs. He did score. Uh, and he did score. And it just goes to show the Jags are 2-11, and 11, and no one cares. Okay, <laughs> divisional matchup time over to Arrowhead Stadium. Another 1 p.m. game. The Chiefs win 48-9, to and they show you exactly why you don't have team huddles on the center of the field on your logo. 48-9. to nine. Sorry, Mahomes. Thank you, bro. Thank you for doing your job this week. Thank you for providing a dominant offensive win. And also, um, I'm a little pissed because Tyreek Hill I had to score. I had Travis Kelsey to score. And we're seeing everybody on that team other than those two big-name guys on that offense score a touchdown. But, hey, this is really, really good for confidence for Chiefs players, Chiefs fans, right? We're back. We can stop bitching. Fans can stop bitching because we're not winning games. Oh my God! The we players, said they were dead. We said they were dead, and they, they and <laughs> they, they did they say were they were dead. dead, and they decided to score some points. So again, the divisional matchups after Week Ten, we've been highlighting in these NFL reaction shows that you want to take the under after Week Ten in these divisional matchups. This one obviously was a miss. Uh, we're gonna get to Dallas and Washington. That was a miss. We uh, we just saw unfortunate miss. Unfortunate, and we saw the Bears and the Packers. That was an unfortunate miss, and then this uh, this Cardinals Rams game was an unfortunate miss. So we had, I think we almost went zero for five today, but that's besides the point. Great win for the Chiefs, and and a dominant win at that. Yeah, I mean the defense is really what's getting rolling. The pass rush as well. I mean the secondary is making plays, getting turnovers. I'm pretty sure. Oh my God, don't get me. Wrong. I think it had four fumble recoveries, three fumble recoveries. I'm pretty sure it was like, and they picked off their car one time. So finally, they're getting rolling on the defensive side of the ball. And Patrick Mahomes is finally finding out. Like, they're finally getting that identity on offense. Like, yo, I don't have to be spectacular. We don't have the best players on offense, but we still have Tyreek Hill. We still have, we still have Kelsey, obviously. I mean, but I don't have to be running around the pocket, throw across the field with my eyes closed, no looks, and all this bullshit going on right here. He's just dinking, not really dinking and dunking, which making the efficient pass, making the efficient play. Defense is stepping up as well. It seems like they're coming together as a team. Like I said about the Bucks, at the perfect time, at the right time. So, I mean, another thing to keep eye on, I mean, just – I, at the same time, who else are you really like scared of and impressive about the AFC? I heard him talking about this t- today. It's like, is it inevitable rematch between the Bucks and the Chiefs? And I'm, I don't want to see that happen just because I'm just there's other teams I want to see get in the mix. But I mean, it's it's almost looking like it's going to be inevitable at this point with the other how the other teams are. Do playing we see down the a Patriots uh, Chiefs AFC Championship? We'll, we'll get into that. You can get that. I'll be fine with that. Honestly, I'd be fine that with that. That would create a very. Uh, a very be, possible that would be, yo, that would be one time. Belichick Brady Super Bowl. Actually, I, I don't know if I could root against Big Red, but that'd be one time I'd, I actually probably would want a Patriots to win, like low key, off the first glance. I don't know if I can root against Big Red though, but I'm just saying, like, I, it'd yeah, be cool to see Mac in there as a sure rookie. as a rookie. Super Bowl, what? All right, to the Saints and the Jets over at MetLife Stadium, a dominant, dominant, dominant blowout win for the Saints. They win this one 30 to nine, backed by some Taysom Hill. Two touchdowns on the ground. No, the quarterback 
didn't throw for a touchdown. He actually had two on the ground. So our Taysom Hill, I saw a bunch of this on gambling Twitter. Our Taysom Hill, two touchdown betters. Congrats on those wins there. That was a great hit there. There's nothing, much, nothing else much to say here. Zach Wilson finally had a okay game. It looked like he was poised in the pocket. He was comfortable playing that position. Uh, but other than that, this team sucks. And we already are looking at next year, 3-10. and 10. Yeah, I mean, I, I got to get on this train of just auto-betting the Taysom Hill to touchdowns when we know he's going right. to get some kind of usage. Right. It's good to see Alvin Kamara sure. get back on his feet, too. Like He's kind of having an up-and-down year. I'm pretty sure that was his eighth, touch, eighth touchdown, but it hasn't been like the greatest year. I predicted like this was almost going to be an MVP year for AK, and it hasn't been that, but not that it's been bad, but it's good to see him have another good game. But, I mean, this game sucks. Both these teams necessarily suck. I this guess the Saints are, not, Saints are still kind of in the race, just like the Eagles are, just like Barely. the football team They're is. Clinging on. A couple bad teams that are like, literally, clinging on, literally clinging on for dear life. They need like three different <laughs> scenarios, but, I mean, not on the next game. This game fucking sucks. All right, NFC East divisional matchup. Cowboys in Washington taking on the football team. And a lopsided battle went back and forth the entire game. Cowboys hang on with four turnovers. They win this one 27 to 20. Yeah, I I heard. I don't know if you were if you didn't catch any uh win of this, but I saw people really like coming for Dak Prescott after that. Even after the W. Yeah, I mean he didn't look even good after at all, but being up, I'm pretty sure what was it, twenty four nothing at half? Like I although he didn't look his best, it's just it's a winning product of football against the two picks were bad. Like, the first pick was bad, and the second pick to almost let them come back in the game was the first horrible. One, yeah, they were awful. Like, the first one was bad. Like, people, the first one went over people's heads because it's the second one. But, I mean, I, I think he's still fine. I mean, Dak Prescott, there's a reason why we were so upset that he got hurt last year that we were worried about him not getting his money and all that. Like, he's an amazing player. There's no reason we should ever question him. None of that should be ever going on. Like, it's hard to get in a rhythm as well when you're top. You have a top weapon that goes down every other week. Like one week it's Gallup. Well, for most of the season it was Gallup, and then it's Amari drops here. Then Zeke's unhealthy here and there. It's hard to really get a real rhythm and be the top player that you want to be. I think they're fine. I mean, this is a big loss, high key for the birds for the football team that got this got this loss because we're very much in this thing right. somehow after losing to you guys. I don't know how the Eagles still find themselves in this race. It's still very much a race. Like we could still win the NFC East if they lose if the Cowboys lose three straight. Because I mean. It's not gonna happen, but we just know the Cowboys. Like I'm just, I'm not well, gonna rule anything out. And it's and it's gonna be a very important. Cowboys. I'm telling you right now, the Eagles, the, the Eagles will win that game a hundred percent. The only reason why I, I remember that date though. January only 9th. thing that is gonna make me a little nervous about that game is that the Cowboys have to play for the NFC East that week. If that doesn't have to, if that doesn't happen, the Eagles will win that game. But if, the, if that's the NFC East deciding, the other game, thing too with play. Dak Prescott is I feel like people have gotten so used to. Dak always having 350 and three. Right. You know what I mean? Out. And then this time, it wasn't Dak that went off. And it wasn't anybody in the offense that went off. It was Micah Parsons. Defensive player of the year. Defensive player of the year is a rookie. The only other player to do that is who? Who were the Giants fans at? Big old LT, baby. So that, that's the last time this is the last time and the only time this has ever happened. So Micah Parsons might be creating history. And uh, I think he's he's definitely as that front runner for that the best player of the year. Not, it wasn't even like the hit oh he was killed so Heineke on that one. How he, he how he held him. him as well. Like he I just, just I, uh, slid right through him. Going for right it on fourth him. down, right? I, you, uh, I just had Heineke on the ground. Like coach, I told you we shouldn't have gone for this shit. Just a, a great defensive game, and in in divisional matchups again late in the season, these are why those unders can come into play because the defense is always so clutch, and we saw that out of the Cowboys again. Another divisional matchup. I'm telling you guys, we're taking unders, and that's the Falcons. In Carolina, taking on Cam Newton and the Panthers. The Falcons get the best of the Panthers. Cam Newton is just showing that, I don't know, it just seems like he's not it. And the Falcons win this one 29-21. Sorry, Cam. Like, the, the hype train's over, buddy. These past couple weeks just haven't been yours. That's all.
This another divisional uh, under that did not. I'm telling you, we went over six. Jesus. You know what I think happened? I think these TikTokers got a little too loud. Like, <laughs> yeah, they got exactly too loud, got way, I've been seeing way too many people been sharing it with me, and I'm like, oh, no, they figured. Everybody knows Hammer the Unders. But yeah. nah, honestly, like, yeah, let's give, I've seen PJ Walker finally get some burn. Let's give him, like, a serious shot. Right. Like, this is your guy, Matt Ruin, the best year that Temple, Temple has had baby. in Temple, a long baby. time. PJ Walker was the guy. Why, like, I understand Cam Newton comes back. He's, a like, a huge leader, great press conferences. The crowd's going nuts, all these things, but, like, Sam Darnold hasn't been the guy. Cam Newton hasn't been the guy. We have a legitimate, I feel like, top 10 defense in this league that could be capable of winning now if we had a quarterback that could, like, get this offense running in a so efficient way. Like, even like, – we have DJ Moore. We have Robbie Anderson. I understand CMC isn't healthy, but, like, Tuber Hubbard isn't a slouch either. I'm pretty sure you had him to score, which was a good pick. Yeah, I had him to score. I just – I'm pretty sure I, – I just think this Carolina team should be better. I, I feel as though, like, this win was, like, for the Falcons, like, they're 6-7 and seven as well. They're in serious NFC – a playoff contention. I feel like that's this this game should have been the opposite way of that. I feel like this should have been a win for Carolina and put them in serious contention. I mean, I just I think it's just been the lack of quarterback for them all all, all season. I mean, I understand it's twenty nine points against the Falcons. You just can't give up if you want to call yourself a serious defense. But I think the lack of quarterback's ability all season is going to be the reason the Panthers aren't going to be able to make the playoffs. And I feel like they should have after that three and zero start. We got people asking us they were going to make it. They were like, yeah, there's a chance. But now it just looks like I mean, this is just a season. really good win for the Falcons. I just I don't think people th- thought they were going to be a game uh, shy of 500 after, you know, 13 weeks. No, we're close. You know, four, well, now we're 14 especially weeks after in, the right? what, Especially after what happened to them so, week one. Getting right. blown out by the Eagles by that. Like right. that I mean, like, they're, and, and, and they're five and two away. So that just goes to show that they are two and five at home, which is remarkable, a remarkable stat. But we'll head to the Seahawks in Houston taking on the Texans and a really good win for Russell Wilson and the Seahawks. They win this one by a large margin, 33-13, to but that's not the big news. The big takeaway for me is Russell Wilson. Two passing touchdowns, getting back on our feet. Finally. Cap had him to, to, to throw for over one and a half touchdowns, so that was a huge bet. I mean, I've been taking him... Every, maybe maybe every other week to score for for over one and a, throw for over one and a half touchdowns, and he just hasn't been hitting that line, and he just hasn't been hitting that line, and finally we got it this week, and this is a good win for the Seahawks. It doesn't mean anything; they're still five and eight, and like I just said, how not many people would think that the Falcons would be set six and seven after you know week fourteen. I don't think a lot of people would think that the Seahawks are going to be five and eight after week fourteen. So this is uh, an easy win. Not much to say because you knew they were going to be the Texans, but it doesn't really matter too much. Give some credit to, to Russell Wilson, and and doesn't matter. They're still five and eight, not doing anything. It's good. To, I mean, it's just good to see the Seahawks team keep competing. Just because I mean, expectations were a little bit higher, maybe like a two game, two wins higher. But I I think. DK should have got him there. I'm pretty sure Cap had him as well, and he got a call back, which is unfortunate right. to see. It's good to see Ty Lockett. Ty Lockett huge, still. Huge. Still. Like, I've three straight years of deep overs, deep posts, just straight go yeah. pattern. Like, I don't under – when, you, when you're when you a corner and you're watching Tyler Lockett film, it's like the same three routes that we're getting beat on for Every touchdowns time. here, guys. Every like, time. Someone, somebody Every time. has to lock in That's and right. get this. Davis Mills didn't look bad as well, though. Let's not – I mean, the boy, the boy had 300 yards. Let's not count and, him out. Yeah, and, terrible and, year. Nothing that no positive to really point to. Hey, but what except did we for like say? one or two good Davis Mills games. It's those. It, he's not. He's not the replacement. Right, no, but I'm, I'm saying so, it's I'm all it, that, that was that. Yeah, TikTok. I, I know. It, 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 <laughs> it, after the after his first couple of games, you got it. I was like, yo, he has some points. 
days. Like we can we could do something. Nah, he's not the answer. Nah, Davis Mills. Good to see him competing though. Why not? And and we'll show some love to Rashad Penny as well. He had facts. Well over 100 yards uh, on the ground and two touchdowns. Um, But for me, it was Russell Wilson. We got to build that confidence back. We got to get some uh, some team chemistry as you know the 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 teams were announced for Russell Wilson of where he would go and what teams would be the no trade clauses the giants being one of them there was right. a couple on that on that Eagles list were on there. as this as that stuff kind of Eagles ponders around there. and you know something to take note of to to the Eagles boost were on the morale. there oh they were this is weird but to put, i think to that's that i think uh, <laughs> i right, will head over to serious the, chance we'll head over to a very somber mile high city uh taking on the lions um yeah i have, a, qu- I have a question for you what's up why so why did you bet against the Broncos? yeah so all right so i'll get into that knowing right now. what happened so we're here in Denver, we, we Mile High, Peyton Manning and the family visiting to um, mourn the tragic loss of longtime Denver Bronco wide receiver Demarius Thomas. Um, and they did what exactly what they had to do. They they blow out the Lions 38 to 10. Now, I took the Lions at plus uh, 11 and a half and then uh, plus 12 and a half as well. And I really so the 11 and a half was taken before this news dropped the 12 and a half was just kind of all right we went up a point so I'll, I'll take that one too so i just kind of i went much lighter on that one um but the 11 and a half just seemed right you know you're coming off a, a big win against the vikings i'm heavily sleeping on the broncos uh, and i have been for most of this year when at the beginning of the season we were most people were hype on the broncos and they were hype on the panthers and they had played three and four really bad teams so I've been sleeping on him since week three and week four of this goddamn season. Uh, but then when you hear news of, of a longtime player from your organization that passes away, well, you I mean, you just hammer Broncos money line, and they did just that. So it's not much else to say on that. It's a frustrating loss. I mean, it really is. Uh, Melvin Gordon carried this offense. But, hey, great win for you guys. It was a statement win uh, at home to, you know, mourn this passing and this loss for the for the broncos uh and they they, they did their job but i'll take that loss yeah there's just right some things here. we just don't fade in the gambling community you know what i mean like i'll take that right here but ET, like but like what RIP. needs to happen though is like people need to understand i took that i had already had that bet you know three and four days ago we gotta hedge that that's what that's what i said I, that's I feel true like we you gotta, know, looking back I on that like we i probably should have taken like broncos like money no line this there, is but, no offense is in the most humble way okay. we got it uh, but Yo, Javante Williams and Melvin Gordon seem to be a nice little two-headed goat right there. Jesus, bro. You're and and to be honest, like you said, like when we got in those talks about when these teams were 3-0, the Broncos and the Panthers, and we would get those messages, and remember we'd do the hot takes, we'd get the hot takes. We were more high on the Panthers than we were in the Broncos. Yeah. We were yeah. like, yo, the Broncos are complete bullshit. Like, do not... I mean, they're not as bad as we said. Not at all, dude. Not at teams, all. Very nice defense. Teddy Two Gloves does his thing. Nice running game. I mean, got to give Jerry Judy and Corden Sutton some credit and Tim Patrick and Noah Fan. Like, they have, they have a decent football team over there. And this was a game a mile high. This is just a bad situation for, for good old Dan Campbell and the boys. And this is just another L. And we got to win last week. Let's just keep riding on our positive and, and just, just try to stay a little try closer to, in games. Look, like, try to get one just, before the season ends. Get one and more. Just cover get one some, more. And cover one some more. spreads and just stay a little cover closer in games. That's, a, that's a spread that is literally the definition of too many points. Let's like, just not get yeah, let's just if not this get Demarius Thomas news doesn't by, happen, let's lose by nine. I'm telling you, the Lions cover this, bro. The Lions cover this if that news doesn't drop. Let's Sorry. And that's not meant to be disrespectful to the news at all. I'm just saying, bro, if that news was not there, the Lions are covering this damn spread. I saw that in the chalkboard. I saw that in the chalkboard. Shout out to the chalkboard. And I was just like, whoa. 
He's like, I, I just, you right. know what I mean? Hey, I'm going to pull my popcorn out, and I'm just going to enjoy watching this one. That was a ballsy pick, my guy. It was a ballsy pick. And now we'll head to Cincinnati to the Burrow and the boys. And uh, they host the 49ers in an overtime loss, our first of two overtime games this weekend. The Bengals cannot hold on. A late, late touchdown dot bomb from Burrow to his LSU connection, Jamar Chase, and that sets them up to head to overtime, and they do that, and we get our field going overtime, and it is not enough. Randy Ayuk with a nice little pylon dive there, and they, they win this one in overtime. 49ers 26, and the Bengals lose, sadly at home, 23. Yeah, that guy George Kittle is just really fucking good at the game. Like I just I don't understand what has changed between the first six to seven weeks from till now. Like I feel like they weren't using this much. Oh, capacity. not at all, bro. He was blocking Whatsoever. in the beginning of the season. Just he was strictly, blocking. They weren't using him blocking. as a receiver. And I was and I remember we were on Twitch Brutal. streams, we were doing things that we were talking. Bro. I was saying, like, yo, George Kittle, in my opinion, is the best tight end in football. And that was just because of what he can do, blocking and receiving. And right. finally we're seeing the fifteen target games. I vividly remember last year he had 15 targets, I think 11 catches, like a buck 60 and a touchdown versus the Eagles. And I was like, this is the best tight end in football. He's a tight end, bro. He's a tight end getting 15 targets. And he could play, he could, he could probably play fullback, running back. He could probably bulk and play left tackle. He could probably play outside linebacker. Like, this dude's a complete football player. It's good to see you cooping around and running out there doing this thing as well. Not just Debo, not just the regular boys over there. Honestly, now that you told me that, I didn't know, I I didn't know Lamar's status. He's day to day. So it's not as detrimental as we think because when that shit first happened, I'm thinking, all right, the Bengals over there, this loss isn't as bad. Like, I feel like this loss is way worse now knowing that Lamar is only day-to-day. Right. If Lamar was going to be IR'd or whatever, what I initially thought, then that's just way worse. I, just, I think this is... Well, they, I mean, think about it, though. I, like, if, they were through seven weeks. They were the possibly the best team in the AFC, definitely top two. I know. That's why I'm so North. worried about the AFC because it's bouncing around so And much. what can... I mean, I can't even predict, like... I, I, I do want to get in this game, but I, just, I still want this North. Like, I can't... Put, who's going to come out the North? Are you, you literally can flip a coin. Like, you literally can flip a coin, look all the lines, and be like, all right, I'm going to pick the plus 300. And just, right. Like, well, like, for the Bengals, at least, is like, they're 7-6 and six right now with this loss. If they were able to hang on and and, and play some defense and, and hold them off of that touchdown, uh, you know, they're 8-5. and five. Facts. And it goes back to the same point that I've been highlighting throughout this entire reaction show this week is – not many people would have said the Bengals would have been eight and five after fourteen weeks of football, including myself. So there's still multiple positives to take away from this Bengals loss and what they can do the rest of the season. They're not out of it. Not out of it at all. Not yet. No, not, not even yet. close. Not even being being in the North. Not even close. Not yet. I just think I just uh, I want to know. I keep going. I, I, He's like, I, I keep really, going. I really, right. I really needed. Okay, so this being a lot of people needed Joe Mixon to score. That's at the beginning of the season, this could have been our. Please. This is our second overtime game of the week, and at the beginning of the season, this could have been our Super Bowl prediction of our matchup, and that's the Bills in Tampa <laughs> taking on the Bucks. Unfortunately, the Bills don't look like they have it anymore, and they lose this one in overtime, thirty-three to twenty-seven, fifty-eight yard bomb from Brady to Brashad Perriman, and. That caps the ten and three Buccaneers after fourteen weeks of football. Like you seem really calm about the fact that the Chiefs put up forty eight points and like Travis Kelsey or Terry Kill didn't get in the game. Like I mean, getting that end zone like it's a perfect game script was got. This is a perfect game for Diggs to score. I need Diggs to score bad boys. Perfect game for him. <laughs> yeah, to it score. is a perfect game. To score. Back and forth, then a little shootout with Brady. Josh yep. Allen doesn't look horrible. Looks he throwing the ball well today. Da, 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 da. And we just don't get in the end zone. I right. just. These touch these anytime touchdown bets and parlays, they're a lot of fun. I just I 
it's like I tell myself I'm gonna be done and I keep coming back anyway. It's just funny, bro. Really? Josh Allen makes me laugh. A hundred yards. I mean, on yeah, the, yeah. yards yeah. On the oh yeah. After last week. After last week. After last week. He screws over Prop Holiday for getting 39 yards when he needed 40 to win a thousand, and then this week runs for over 100 and a touchdown, and then throws for 300 and two. Okay, sorry. <sighs> so last year, right, we had like. Two names come in the top five wide receiver conversation that were like a little out of like out of the blue, which was Calvin Ridley and Justin Jefferson. It's cut the years they had. Yep. I'm kind of ready to start that conversation with guys like Chris Godwin, guys like Cooper Cup. Well, like they're here, our, they're here now. That's our free agent next. Uh, in this my upcoming opinion, year. I'm not so ready to say he's top, I'm not ready to put him in hey, the top Bucks. five, but I mean, Chris Godwin's he's been that guy. He's been the he's been the shoulder they can lean on when AB's not there. Mike Evans is obviously going to be who Mike Evans is. He's all he will always get into the end zone. He will always get targeted in the red zone. But Chris Godwin has stepped up as that security blanket, and playoff Lenny has stepped up to be that number one feature back, and that is just dangerous. That defense is rolling. People are literally scared to run the ball against this team. Like, they just don't do it. I'm pretty sure they hand the ball off one time, maybe not maybe not at all in the first half. I'm pretty sure that was. Like, teams are just scared to run the ball against this team. Their skill players are stepping up. They'll get healthy at the right time. They're rolling. I am afraid of the Bucs right now. Like, actually afraid of this team. I will continue to bet on this team as well because they somehow continue to cover spreads and win these, like, close... Like, these games were... The Colts, like, that game against the Colts, like, you feel like they should not cover whatsoever. Here, they get an OT cover. Like, why? Let's keep riding the Bucks train. Fuck it. I'm also going to be riding uh, Dawson Knox to score. Yeah. I'm just going to bet him yeah. to score yep. every game for the rest of the season and see how that plays out just because he's been getting a lot of looks had six catches in this game. And it's not just he's getting he's, a lot of looks like deep cool in the red two, zone. And I love that. Cool plus 200. Exactly. Too. It's a great little reward for that too. So um, something to look at as well. And we'll close out this week with our Thursday night game that is is definitely not the least. And we're not meaning to put this game last in any way whatsoever. Right? Um, this game should not be overlooked at all. This was an absolute banger of a game. The Vikings hosted the Steelers on Thursday night football. And the Steelers were getting rocked. It was 29 to nothing at one point. 29. 29 to nothing at one point in this game. Steelers make it a game, and they only lose by eight. They had a chance to kind of maybe put some life and try to figure out if they could go score and get the two-point conversion. Didn't able, weren't able to execute, but 36 to 28, the Vikings win. Shows the, the controlled, uh, um, controlled chaos, I will say, I guess. For, for the Steelers to be able to come back in and put themselves in a position to win this game. But everything that you're going to be looking towards after is after this game is what Chase Claypool did to end this game. Yeah, 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 yeah. That is Everyone's going to say that. True. Everyone's going to say, right, you you, you did your celebration, true. and then you were, the offensive lineman comes over to grab the ball, and he hits it out of your hand, and then you're blaming this. And then when you get in the press conference to make it even worse, he you, obviously reporters are asking you that question, and Chase Claypool's like, not even taking it on the chin and saying it was my fault, my fault, me, me, me. No, he was like, well, the offensive lineman just like hit it out of my hand, and then we lost another like eight seconds. So I'm like, bro, come on. But that's he initially the story started bullshit. It was saying like that the, I was looking at the ref on the hash, and I had time yeah, to celebrate, dumb. and he was trying Stupid, to do the whole. Bro. Like you, you, you have no timeouts. You're under. We 30 don't seconds have to do. Going like this, bro. Find me, on, find me a top five wide receiver that's celebrating in that situation at all. And then at so all. people are showing the clip when, uh, I think it's. It's it might have been AJ Green or it might have been Christian Kirk like last year, and it's Larry Fitz, and so they're in that same. Oh, it was Christian Kirk. It was Christian. Yeah, Kirk. So it was Christian Kirk. So he catches like a slant that was like maybe six or seven yards, and Larry Fitz comes in all the way out wide, runs in, grabs the ball, yep. tosses it to the ref, runs in, gets everybody set, snap. That amount of time that he did that, and this clip that was shown, that amount of time that Larry Fitz took to do that, 
was less, way, way less than how how long it took Chase Claypool, Chase Claypool to make a celebrate a first down celebration. Like, come on, bro. So that's the story of this game. Um, but I'm happy to see Big Ben rolling out doing I'm his thing. Say, yeah. But hey, where's the, where's the Big Ben? Look I at? mean, there's a big. But, there's but a couple takeaways multiple in this times, game. multiple times in this game, bro. I'm sitting here watching Ben. I'm like, bro, just get off the field. Like, I'm, I'm couple get hits. off. Couple hits, Couple done, hits. bro. Just, just stop. Like although he was stop. a efficient three touchdowns, like he takes hits every week. Unbelievable, like, man, brother. But hey, two more from this game. Yeah, Kirk like, Cousins. Kirk Cousins gets a prime time win. My give, boy. Give him the other one. Give him the other one. Dalvin there Cook. My man. Two hundred. My man, Dalvin. My man, Dalvin. Two hundred yards, two touchdowns. He had like hundred and thirty-seven. Hey, I, hey, I see. It was a great Sunday, but I see none of them tickets. None, no two hundred and Dalvin in, in the win. No two touchdowns. I, I didn't see none of them. No one hit on Dalvin. No, we, we had, we had. Dalvin. Actually, we had JD oh. who put. Oh, oh. I believe JD had. Now I'll say this about JD. JD, you are a motherfucker. I see some of your tickets, man. That's all I'm gonna did, say. You're did, a motherfucker. JD, did you? I think JD had. I'm I, maybe I'm speaking wrong. He does but buy I, Dalvin too. I think he had. JD had Najee for two and Dalvin for two. Mm. So that's something too. So congrats mm. on that hit. I know you're 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 slapping around and doing your thing. I saw a lot you, of people had some big Sundays. Bro, he Joe had Kenny again. Last night, JD, I'm pretty sure he won. There Easy was he had a big. There day. was he had Devonte for two last night. Um, he he had a JD had a two touchdown. Two players have two touchdowns last night, like three seventy five to win eighteen thousand. Yeah, I did see that. I I know I, I know it was Devonte, but I don't know what the other player was. Fuck. So, but the other thing about Kenny, before we wrap this up and get out of here, the other thing with Kenny is a lot of people were getting on his ass because they were like, bro, so you got him at plus 1,800 to score once. You should have just taken him twice because he had the punt return and he had the the, the long deep ball. And his reasoning for this was um, he's been getting a lot of looks. And last the week prior, last week, he had a big, long touchdown. And he literally, like Kenny broke it down to a team and he literally called it because what was that first touchdown? It was a 48-yard bomb to have Chicago score first and go up and, and take the lead early. And that was what he laid out. I mean, blueprint for blueprint right there. So, guys, I, I we don't get paid to say this shit, but if you want to make money, you know, at Kill Kenny on Twitter and uh, get onto the get into the Mooney Gang before he closes this off. We don't get I paid to did, say that shit, He did shit, close bro. it off. He did close it so, off. So, sorry, guys, so if you're fuckers, missing out on that stuff, I mean, it's, it's, we're 13 weeks into this thing. You we're 13 been, weeks, guys. You should have been well away. A couple, two stuff. touchdown hits. Yeah, we hit it. Who's twice? We're, we're talking to Jerry tomorrow and and just the Facts. stuff that Can't he sends that. out on his Twitter. Right? There's so many. Like, Yo, so, he, I, love what, I love what he did on Sunday. We got to talk about him because he had some. He had Isaac play today. We got a lot to talk about with him today. But that's our NFL Week 14 uh reactions finally we're back in here doing this sorry we missed one week we'll be back again doing this every single monday to close out this season if you want to check us out on our twitter page head over to at 8080 podcast for all updates on everything that's going on we have some cool content going on there as well stats polls you know questions all that kind of stuff um and you can hit us up on there as well we got the dms open emails and stuff are on there link trees are on there chalkboards on there do your thing guys instagram as well at 8080 pod and tiktok the all day everyday show you guys should know that by now we're snipping out a bunch of different clips from what are said in shows what are what happened in vlogs so if you're not watching all these through check the tiktok check the instagram check the twitter facebook page is simply the name of the show as always and if you are listening on Apple Podcasts, scroll down to the bottom. There's a couple stars that you can rate there. Fill in that five. Write a little description. Hit that send button. We love it. Talk about the YouTube, and it's time to go to bed. Did make it to the end. Appreciate you guys so much. Whoever did make it to the very end of this video, please make sure you like, comment, subscribe, hit the notification bell. 
Make sure you look out for our content coming every week. As always, is the Audi Everyday Show is grinding and signing off, boys. Let's go. Grinding and signing off. We have Jerry next week, guys. I'm super excited. You've been listening to the All Day Everyday Show with All Day AJ and Manny Ruffin. Sorry we were muted at the beginning. My name is Alex Jacobs, but you can call me All Day AJ. See you with Jerry. Hey, hey, that didn't, that didn't affect YouTube, guys. YouTube guys wasn't yeah. muted. <laughs>